Hey, this is the Commander Google Podcast, episode 321. I'm Brando. I'm here with Ryan, and we're going to regale you with stories from the CCO experience. Now, hit our theme song! Hey, Ryan. We're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? We are here. We're back. What is going down? Whole ton is going down. We're actually back from Command Fest Bellevue. We've had all of our adventures. We've got some stories to tell, some people to thank, an experience to portray and pollute your brain with. Before we get to any of that, we have to thank our official business, Daddy's FusionGamingOnline.com, your source for all your gaming needs. Very much so. And talked with the business daddies at Fusion about some upcoming CCO giveaway stuff. Fantastic oh, to, to get that shoot. rolling because we're going to do... A couple cool, bigger giveaways, stuff that uh, people people like. Maybe some singles, maybe some packs, maybe maybe whatever. Can I win? Um, well, you maybe can't win, but you and everybody out there in Radio Land, Podcast Land, YouTube Land, uh, can use CCO Spring promo oh, code. Oh, it's like winning. It's like winning. When you mm-hmm. use CCO Spring, you get a discount on your whole dang old order even stuff that's on sale for their deal of the week, usually like that 15% off or whatever, uh, yeah. you get an extra five. It's like getting it for free if you live in the land of the free, <laughs> which they ship to. Yeah. Not sealed product. You got to get that in your country of origin. But if you want sealed stuff, if you want gaming supplies, you can, if you live in the United States or overseas, order from Fusion. Mm-hmm. Doing so when you use the promo code or CCO Perks promo code if you spend more than 100 Canadian bucks, will uh, let Fusion know that their deal with us is a freaking good one. Which it totally is, based on how awesome we are and you are. Yeah, it's a great way to support the show. We don't we don't actually say that, but, but using the promo code, if you're buying stuff anyways, go to Fusion and, and use those promo codes, and that actually helps the show. That's not just that's not just us saying that because we like fusion. That actually helps the show, and it helps you because you're gonna buy that shit anyway. Might as well pay less for it. Yeah, mm. look, we're saying that with a straight face. Yeah, super straight. Wait, that's that's crooked. Uh, oh. If you're watching on YouTube, which you should be, you would see me trying to make my face straight, but I can't. Mm. Man, this is really hard. You mm. suck at that. Mm. You gotta learn that shit, man. Okay, so other great ways to support the show. We'll run them down because we've got some we've got some new listeners, some new followers, some new subs. Great ways to support the show. Great ways to support the show. Listening to it, listening to it, liking it, upvoting it, sharing it with your friends, telling people at your LGS. All of those are great ways to do it. And guess what? They're free. Yeah, like when you do when you deface the like the like button, when you desecrate the like button's ancestors, nope. it helps out. Yes, you can share it on Facebook. You can retweet our tweets if you if you're a new follower. Welcome. All of those are free and great ways to support the show. Other great ways include, but are not limited to. That's my that's my lawyer talk. Ooh. <laughs> Patreon.com/slash CCO podcast. We're gonna talk about that in a minute because we got some benefits to share with you. And by benefits, I mean making fun of people's names. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Going to cco.com or commandercookout.com slash store and picking up some stickers or tokens or what have you. There's, we have those. Yeah, there's cool stuff. And if you meet us at a, at a command fest, Hell yeah. you, you get them for free and that's fantastic. And we gave out a ton. Yeah, we did. Yeah, like I had a whole bag and I came home with none. I had a bunch in my bag 
and I came home with none. Awesome. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. But if you didn't come to a, a, a like a command fest or whatever, they're super affordable and you stick them to your deck box, you stick them to your quiver, you stick them to your DeWalt case, whatever, and it lets people know that you listen to Commander Cookout and they ask you about it. You say, hey, what's, what's that sticker? And you say... Hey, it's this awesome podcast I listen to. They've got a YouTube and stuff. Check out their website. Yeah. Seven yeah. out of ten. They're fine. Awesome. Yeah, man. Final way. Final way. You could donate to us on PayPal. That's the thing. What? You can go to commandercookout.com and over on the right hand side there's a donate button and you can donate to us. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. I, I I was today years old when I learned people could do that. We've talked about it one time exactly on the show ever, and I think one person ever exactly has donated. But if you're into that and and you want to Here's the thing. This is why I bring up the donate button, because the planning has already started for Magic 30. Oh, my God. And if you want to be a part of Magic 30, oh you don't God. have to donate, but it goes a long way to helping us, like, maybe book a conference room in a hotel for, like, the world's biggest open flippy game. Oh, shit. It goes a long way for us to provide some of the product that people open so Mac doesn't have to buy three booster boxes of Double <laughs> Masters by himself. <laughs> he bought those anyway. Yes, yes. The point is, it goes a long way to maybe having the event catered, like we had some catering at this event. Oh, yeah. There was right? barbecue and there was pizza. So we baked it ourselves. It was really good. Yeah. The donate button isn't us begging for money on, on the internet. It's to directly go back into improving the CCO experience, which we are going to talk about in depth because this was, we talked about it on the walk up to the studio, probably the best magic slash command fest that we have ever done yeah it was really good yeah it yeah. was really good in terms of like us being like kind of there as like personalities and like it doesn't reflect on all the people who were there because everybody who has seen us in other times is great but we had like a great group of people we got all sorts of fucking cool stuff yep and it was lots of fun yeah Turns now, out bellevue is kind of a neat place yeah um before we get to it though I said that we're going to make fun of a bunch of people's names. Oh, yeah, we are. It's one of the multitude of benefits <laughs> Be- on benefits. Yeah, on patreon.com slash CCO podcast. The, probably the best way to support because you do get access to the Discord and we pick your decks when we do deck tax. Remember when we did deck tax? It was a while ago. It's been a while. Yeah, but mm-hmm. maybe we'll do one next week. It's been a, it's been a month and a half or so, <laughs> but uh, we'll do a deck tech. We'll pick your deck. That's the thing. You can you got a direct line of communique to us because you're on the Discord and that's a great community there. And uh, it's a bunch of seven and sevens out of ten. Oh, there is what I is what I really meant at the top end. <laughs> mm-hmm. We have some new patrons and an increased patron. Okay, so let's start with the increase because that's easy. Yeah. Tyler Matuli Stone. Oh, man. <laughs> Metal Tool. That guy went hard with us. Yeah, he fell asleep in a crib. He slept in a crib all three nights. In a crib? Yep. Photographic, photographic evidence of it. You will see that if you stay tuned to our YouTube page. It's going to be on the highlight pack, yeah. Yeah, or yeah, if, yeah. You, if you're on Twitter, you'll probably have seen it as well. But yeah, he went to sleep with like a bag, like a little bag of chips in the crib. So awesome, yeah. And he woke up with them and he's like, I didn't even roll on these. I want to eat them. Yeah. 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 You can follow us, CCO Podcast, CCO Brando on yeah. Twitter. And then he left like early in the morning before I got up and I thought he died. And then now I'm convinced he's a ghost. Yes. So Tyler Matuli Stone is a ghost. If you ever meet him, uh, rip. He, he said he's living the sequel to his life. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that, that was so fantastic. It's not, it's not scary. It's not the afterlife. It's just the sequel. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's it my life too. It turns out it's just the same. You still have to do all the same shit. You still have to sleep, eat, poop, wipe yep. your butt. Yep. Man, that's something that I'm looking forward to not doing ever again. Okay. Well, let's um, uh, move sleeping, on. I mean. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> we have a correction to make. Ah, shit. And normally I would just totally ignore it and pretend it didn't happen. Okay. But it's actually funny. Okay. Last week we said Mike Flucher. Meat was flute. Was yeah, get this. Is a new patron. No, he's not. No. Oh. No, he oh sorry, a returner. Mm-hmm. A returner, and we said he's meat flute. Mm-hmm. He messages us and says, Hey, you got it wrong. That's my twin brother, Matt Flucher. That's meat flute. What? This is Mike Flute. What? Yes. M- what? <laughs> Okay, wait. Hang on. <laughs> hang on shitting. just a second. I'm not there's, even shitting. There's two of them. Yes. Named me. They have the same face and the same name. What? Matt and Mike. Meet Flute and his brother, Meet Flute. So you're saying we're not wrong? No. Meet Flute 2? No, you I, can't name a twin 1 and 2. No, yeah. Unless it's Dr. Seuss. Yeah, and we're not Dr. Seuss. 1 and A? Can we do that? A and B? No, because that's the same as one and two. Okay. Kinda. Meat flute the second? That's the same as two. <laughs> Meat flute the second coming? Oh, 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 oh. Bro. Uh? Instead of meat flute? Uh-huh. Meat toot. Meat toot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we got there. Oh, yeah. Meat toot. Meat, meat flute, toot. meat toot. Okay, perfect. Frick. We're so good at this. So awesome. We are professionals. Okay, I, I gotta lean in because the text is small. I gotta lean in. Okay. Next right. new patron. Eric Lawson. Sounds like Lawson. Like he's the like, he, he's the suit of the CCO. Like he's the he's the uh child of the sheriff. Yes. He's the deputy. Yes. Er- Ooh. Eric the deputy. Yeah. He'll take you to task. <laughs> then, I like that. And then get shot. Because that's what happens to the deputy in the song. Yes. So that's that's that. And then really, no, the sheriff gets shot. The deputy does not get shot. Well, no, the deputy also gets shot. It's just the guy who's singing the song didn't shoot him. They're both shot though. Oh. Yeah. Everybody's still shot. I shot the sheriff, but I did not shoot the deputy. Yeah, but the deputy is still shot. I, I always assumed that that just means the deputy did not get shot. Oh no, deputy. But, definitely but there's shot. negative space in there that that leaves it open to interpretation whether the deputy was shot or not. Oh, that deputy is ventilated as fuck. Man, he's got speed holes in him That's now. That's right. He can run way fast. He can go for the Olympic track team. He has oh, so many speed man. holes in him. Don't use him as a sail. <laughs> Ooh, this is getting dark. Okay, well, Eric Lawson. De- Eric Sheriff or Deputy? Deputy Eric Lawson. Deputy Eric Lawson. That actually does sound like a deputy name from like a Western movie. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Dylan Haynes. That's the next one. Dylan Haynes. Haynes, like the underwear, but spelt different. I like heinous. Oh, Dylan Haynes. Heinously yeah. anus Dylan. Heinous anus. Yeah. I, okay. Any combination thereof. Yes. Joe Mama, Editor Joe, or Dylan Heinous anus. Yeah. Okay. Joe Bryson. There can only be one Joe, so we got to riff off of Bryson. 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 Man, we should have practiced this one because I got nothing. Man, like uh, the first. It's like Dyson, but it's Bryson. Yeah. Oh, he sucks. Yeah, I was just about to say, oh, he yeah. sucks. He never loses suction. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> so do we call him a Joe Balvac? Sucks like a Bryson. Balvac? Balvac. Yep. Yep. Joe Balvac. Joe Balvac. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Okay, yeah. cool. Well, if you want your name desecrated like that, you get on over patreon.com slash CCO. You find the reward tier that gives the gives the the nickname. Where the hell was Basement Kevin? Basement Kevin. Oh, he's on there too. No, he's on a different line. Okay, well, Basement Kevin is also here. Basement Kevin, and that's a perfect segue to get into talking about the CCO. Your basement Kevin lived in the basement of the the house and is the one that murdered Tyler Matuli Stone and Tyler Coates. Everybody and, named Tyler got killed. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's unfortunate. Yeah, and then I I renamed another guy T Coates by accident. Yes. But it just stuck because we needed a tea coats there and we yeah. didn't have one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Papa Dio. Yep. yep. You got the duty, man. You yep. got it. Yep. So awesome. You'll die next time, Papa Dio. <laughs> and we'll have to get a new tea coats. <laughs> no, the real tea coats will come back and he'll be like, tea coats the redeemer. <laughs> he'll be teases coats. <laughs> oh, got there. Got uh. there. Okay, quick, quick thank yous. Quick thank yous before we get into the real CCO experience. We got to thank uh, Candace from Pastime Games. Oh yeah, she is super nice. Getting us in there like last minute and letting us do panels and agreeing to let me like MC one. Yeah, which I think I did a freaking good I think job. You did a fine job. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Freaking and fine. That's yeah. pretty good. That's seven out of ten shit. Yeah, that's really good. Um, big thanks to all of the people who drove. That's a thing. I was yeah. I was really kind of dreading and nervous about the the cat herding that i thought i had to have done luckily everybody in the house was super mature and and just was like yep i'll go yep i'll go yep i'll go it was like marshalling the cco soldiers yeah into a car everybody like chink 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 full car go full car go and there's lots of full cars yeah and i think the drivers were aaron and amy drove yeah yeah they picked us up from the airport also yep and it gave me a fucking cue ball. Oh, <laughs> everybody's in trouble now. Yeah, yeah, especially Max Grandel. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Aaron and Amy drove, and Tyler Matuli Stone drove because yep. he's somewhat local. And um, J Rock. J Rock Confardi drove me, uh, at least me, maybe one other person. So, uh, who did anybody else drive? Papadillo drive? I don't know. I don't, I don't know who else drove. There were drove. so many cars. There was way more cars than I thought. Dan Span drove. Dan Span, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, So big thanks to all the drivers. Mm-hmm, big mm-hmm, thanks mm-hmm. to all the people in the house because yep. there was a little bit of a price split there, like 900 ways, <laughs> <laughs> which is um, not what I told uh, VRBO. Thank you very much to the giant spider that also lived in the house for not killing any of us. We yep. really appreciate that. That spider was very scary. Maybe that was who actual basement Kevin man, was. Man, <laughs> that spider was so big. Yep. Oh, man. I thought I was going to have to sleep like on the landing to go into the basement. Yep. Because yep, I sure. wasn't going to have to walk past that thing. Mm-mm. And here's an understated one. Here's here's an understated one, especially at Commander events. Big thanks to the judges. They don't get enough credit because not as oft are judges called on like a casual card playing experience. Yeah. But many a time I heard judge or whatever, and they just like come diving out from behind like yeah. light poles and like they, yeah, they could, zip line down from the ceiling like yeah. Owen Hart. Yes. <laughs> Too soon. Too soon. Well, I was going to say like Tom Cruise. Works better. I, did Tom Cruise zipline out of the ceiling? Well, Sting. Sting oh, ziplines yeah. out I, of the ceiling. I was thinking like straight down. Yeah, me too. Like a spy. Yeah, me too. 
Oh yeah, Sting did that. Oh yeah, didn't he? Out of a helicopter one time. That oh was cool. Yeah, cool, that's what the judges do. They don't get as enough credit. All the event organizers, they're all tired. They're all there from like seven in the morning when when they got to prepare all the way till ten at night when it ends. You've got lots of energy when it comes to approaching your boys at the airport for feedback on independent projects they're working on. Though. Oh yeah, I don't know if we're supposed to talk about that. It, it, we didn't say anything. We didn't even say who he was. Just that uh, we met a dude at an airport, had a great conversation over thirteen dollar beers. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute. Thirteen U.S. dollars for a beer? I know it's an airport, but come on, mm-hmm. come on, that was like a hundred dollars Canadian. Mm-hmm. Well, we didn't need to drink as many as we drank. <laughs> yeah, we kind of did, though. Yeah. Had we not had that many beers, we would have been in way worse shape when we got to Vancouver and couldn't eat any food because everything was closed. Yeah, that sucked. And they um, were out of everything. You know what's funny is uh, the the sushi platters from the airport were the same price as the beers. Usually the sushi <laughs> is more expensive. Yeah. But we're in Seattle where they make sushi, where sushi comes from. Really? Uh, no, sushi does not really come from Seattle, but... Yeah, well, I mean, I guess there might be fisheries out there. It's near the ocean. Yes, very much. So that's why the airport's so big. Moving on. Moving along. The house. The house. The house was fantastic. Overlooked all of Bellevue and Seattle. The view was fantastic. Yeah, we'll have right. a picture. Maybe we can have a picture of that on the screen. We'll send one to, to Joe. He can put one up. Yeah, I, 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 I think he view. did already last week. <laughs> well, he's going to do it again because now we have pictures we've got, that I took. We've got more pictures now. Yeah, the house was fantastic. It was like 2,200 square feet, and it's it slept us all, I'll say comfortably, because there was two big enough couches for people to sleep on. Mm-hmm. There was a crib. Mm-hmm. There was a bunch of beds. Mm-hmm. There was two bathrooms. The kitchen was adequately sized, and there was like a big table, yeah. and then another table in like a breakfast nook. Yeah, and then there was chairs on the deck. Yeah, and we went there the only three days that it didn't rain in Seattle. Yeah, and it was like hot. It was beautiful. Hey? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. the house was good. I want your. I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit. Your favorite. Uh, memory from the house. What's what's the favorite uh, CCO experience thing from the house that you did? Group picture. Group picture? Group picture. The I one love, with the middle fingers? I super secretly love group pictures. Yep. And that was one of them, and it was super cool because it's all these people that I had hung out with and I had a great time for like 72 hours with. Yep. And then, then we all got to take a picture together so I could memorialize that, and I'm going to print it off and put it in a frame yep. and hang it on the wall. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Pretty, pretty cool. Very excited about pretty that. Pretty cool. I've mm-hmm. got... Uh, I've got kind of two. One is one is like my low key one, and one is like a super intense one. Oh shit! Yeah, the low key one was I don't know what morning it was. Saturday morning, sure. Sunday morning, maybe. Who knows? We the morning that it was like blue sky, calm, and Aaron and Amy came over, and then like people started to just like file out of bedrooms, but we didn't leave because it was like. 8.30, and the <laughs> event didn't start till 9 or 10 Because, of course, we're up till 4, and we're up at 8.30. Yeah. How do we do it? Got to fit beer in somehow. Mm-hmm. And we just all hung out on the deck. Eventually, everybody kind of just gravitated to being out on the deck. Yeah. And there was like 10 people out there, and we were just hanging out, leaning up against the rickety old railing, hoping that we didn't fall down a mountain. Oh, yeah, me and Drake were talking wrestling stories. It was cool. Yeah, and we were just chilling out on the deck, and it was just like... Being at home with people. No, we weren't home. Nobody was at home, but we. I felt at Might home. Might as well have been, yeah. I felt at home because it was just like 
all these people that I've I felt like I've known for years and years and years, which kind of we have, but you've never seen them physically, so you get to like that kind of next level. You get more depth in yeah. in your relationship because you get to see people. That's right. That was the Loki one. Okay, what's the the intense one? Intense one was tying the world record oh, shit. <laughs> for most number of two people opening and flipping the same card in a row in open flipping. Oh, yeah, we were opening the same pack. And it was intense because we got, like, card two. And and it was a double, double. Mm-hmm. Card two, like, There's people people two, opened, yeah. and there was two people, or, or, sorry, three people that opened the same card. Mm-hmm. That's a triple-double. Mm-hmm. And Some baseball shit. Uh, it's basketball. Basketball shit. Those th- same three people opened their or flipped their next card and got the same card again. A double, triple, double. Yeah. Double, triple, double. That's a basketball thing, I'm too. Getting a headache. And then three people, f- same three people, flipped their next card. <laughs> same card. <laughs> oh my God. Like the, the double, triple, or the triple, double, triple, double <laughs> went to four. Yeah. And then the double double went to six? Yeah. Or five? I think. Because I think five is the world record. It says on the video. Yeah, it's five or six. It was and and like they tied the record and it was like, oh my God. Wah, wah. <laughs> and then they flipped and I got your reaction like when you tied because you were one of them, right? Yeah. And you had to like drink your whole drink because oh you tied God. the record and you flipped it and you were like, <laughs> you did like the most Brando reaction ever. <laughs> and then we got to the next one and it didn't match. And uh, you were like, oh, and you could just see the uh, soul leave your body because yeah. you wanted to break that world record yeah. so hard. We got to the fucking uncommons and it's just. They matched. Damn it. Oh, right? man. That was so intense. It was, it was, it was so intense. intense. And I got most of it on video. Fucking cool. Which is super cool. So that'll be on our YouTube at some point if you're watching there. And if you're not, you should because it's pretty cool. Yeah, very much so. Mm-hmm. So that was like, that was like, uh, I don't know. That was definitely a highlight, and uh, it it summed up the CCO experience because everybody knew, everybody knows when they come to the house how to play open flippy. Yeah, and if they don't, they learn really fast. I, there were a few people who we were playing with that like, well, how, these rules that. It keeps changing. And, yeah, it's yeah. A, it's a rule, don't you know? Yeah, that's how you play. Have you ever played? He's like, no. Oh, okay, well, get well, good. Uh, yeah, well, then <laughs> grab a beer and a pack and yeah. join us. Yeah. You yeah. know what else was cool? When Remember we had the one dude, he came over and he brought a box of uh, Baldur's Gate for drafting, and there was yep. like a draft that happened, and then like really? we didn't want to draft. We all played over at another table, and there was oh. an open flippy happened over here. It was like... It was so cool. There was like some low key draft shit happening. There was some like it was like a magic house. Yeah, like we were actually doing magic stuff as well as just drinking beer in the house. It was really cool. And then we had pizza one night, which I'm gonna. Yep. I said that already, but I've never ordered pizza that I have to cook myself. Before. Yeah, that's the thing. I didn't know that was a thing, yep. and it was really good. Yeah, we got like, I don't, I don't know if it was DoorDash or Uber Eats or what it was, but like, all of a sudden at like midnight one night. We get a knock on the door, and I'm like, oh, fuck. We've got, like, more people in here than we should. (laughs) And it was a delivery driver. Yeah. And what do they bring? Tacos, beer. Yeah. (laughs) Cases of it. And the fridge was already full. Yeah. Oh, man. Fantastic. 
Yeah. So America, I got beer delivered. Yeah, I think we can get that here, actually. Yeah, but it's fucking lots. It's lots. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's not just some bro that shows up and is like, "Yeah, that'll be twenty bucks," and they drop, they like pile the beer out of the back of the car. Yeah, yeah. Big thanks to all the the food getters and the and the drink providers as well. That's huge. Yeah. That's just like a a little bit of a sense of, and it's not all about just drinking beer and getting drunk. Like it's it's just a sense of the community, people wanting to do these things because everybody's like just having an awesome time. Yeah, everybody's having a good time and they yeah. want to like share that with people. That's awesome. Dan Span bringing all the barbecue to the Magic Fest building. Yeah, okay, let's We had a table of barbecue with the Magic Fest. Let's move to um let's move to the Magic Fest. The Command Fest. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. They're it's synonymous with us, yeah, they're right? The same. They are actually the same. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a Command Fest all yeah. the time. We played 3 days of Magic, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. And uh, did a panel. I did two panels. Yeah. That I was uh, excited. That was really yeah, cool. Yeah, we walked in and we got our badges and stuff. And Had our names on them. And I, I just randomly asked an event organizer, I was like, do I have to stand in line if we're like, if we get content creator badges or whatever? He's like, oh no, come with me. And I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> see you later, suckers. <laughs> and we met Candace, the uh, the the social media manager type person who who was our contact to to do this and you could see her hair turning gray because she was so stressed out oh yeah oh like you could see her aging with the naked eye <laughs> <laughs> but uh, she was very nice very patient with us and and uh, because we were a little bit last minute uh, includes we didn't have a chance to sign up for the panels so I just asked hey if you need anybody weird game just literally find us or do an announcement and we'll come and we'll do it yeah and she's like well actually at at one o'clock today we need somebody just show up okay sure so we showed up and she was running around off her feet and and said that she was going to MC. and i was like well if you're busy or doing something or or want a break yeah because you know you're a human yeah i'll just do it and she's like really i was like yeah public speaking is kind of my thing Kind of like have a have a podcast and we just talk. And yeah. I used to do public address at my old work all the time. There you go. What's the panel about? And she's like, being a content creator. I was like, <laughs> we don't know not well. Then we're not. We don't know much about that because we're not very good. But here we are. Here we, we are. are. The best, second best thing to knowing something. Yeah, this is not knowing something. <laughs> That's right. You got it. You got there it. There it is. So we did a panel. That was fantastic. And we jumped off the stage and, and met a bunch of people and, and kind of got to hang out behind the stage and just kind of chat about content and ideas yeah. and, and meet people who different kinds of who do different kinds of content. Yeah, we met some cosplayers yeah. and like a like a super I thought you were the most business minded podcast guy I'd ever met. But that power dragon guy, man, he, goes, oh, man, he yeah. got it down to a science. Daquan like, Watson he is was explaining he's, he, he grinds, al- man. He was trying to explain algorithms to me and you he could like he could see it going over my head. Do you know so the he meme bringing, with all the with that, all the math stuff? Yeah, yeah, he kept bringing it lower though cuz he was trying to like get it into my brain. Like it was it was very polite of yes. him and really yes. cool for him to take so much time to like explain all the shit. Yeah, yeah. So lots of that kind of stuff lots of good idea sharing and i i love when you meet people in the same industry industry as us and and i i do it as much as i can and i think you do too who share and try to grow instead of saying ooh that's proprietary that's a secret you yeah. can't have that it happens like in in like the automotive world a lot where somebody's like 
the first person to do some certain yeah. thing with an engine or yeah, like whatever, next, and they the won't tell little, anybody. Little hairy rubber thing on the side of the tire, and they don't want to talk about it because it's proprietary. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Fucking Nintendo. Every time they put an, a fucking plug in on something. Yep, yep, yeah. In in research and development for like race cars and cell phones, nobody tells anybody anything, right? And that they just pay more money to the best minds in the industry and that's how they get the best product but that isn't really an option for us because i don't just have like 10 million dollars floating around i don't know about you to to buy josh lee kwai's mind and have him consult me for a year right so can we do that no i don't have have 10 million dollars yo josh lee kwai Hire us to consult with you. Your show will be way better. It might be. Mm-hmm. It might be. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. when we sh- when we go to events like this and meet other creators and and share ideas and talk about c- just stuff, everybody's content gets better. Yeah. The we- the ground floor on everything is higher. Yeah, because we're all different humans and our content will always be different. But if you kind of have the same sort of here's how you grow and here's how you get better and here's how you engage with your people, it's always yep. better to learn how to do that more because it only makes you better. Yeah. Learning only makes you better. Yeah. Here's the life lesson of the day. There it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Use that stamp again. I love that stamp. Speaking of engaging with people. Oh, shit. Played a bunch of games, bunch met of a bunch games. of new people. Mm-hmm. I don't want to quite get into the state of the format yet because there's still so much to talk about with like meeting people and like... One of the one of the days, I had lots of parking lot beers, mm. and I was like, drunk. S- starting to get drunk, starting to get <laughs> starting drunk. to get you, drunk. You were drunk to the point where people were finding me, and be like, man, is Brian okay? He's really drunk. He's really drunk. In the nick of time, Dan Span shows up with a whole spread of barbecue. Oh my god! And I'm sitting playing a game with Calamax, which I won. <laughs> 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 and all of a sudden, somebody comes over and is like, "Hey, did you get barbecue?" Like, CCO got barbecue catered. I was like, why yeah. wasn't I informed? <laughs> <laughs> well, you got drunk. And I was like, I can't just leave this game. I'm playing with three nice people that I've never met before. And I think I got a good chance of winning. And I'm like, why the fuck wasn't I informed about barbecue? If it's got like CCO's name brand stamped onto the meat. Because <laughs> that's something that I set up <laughs> with Dan Span. Dan Span's idea. And I was like, yeah, let's fucking do that. Bring it in. I'm going to go for a burger over here. And then it was awesome. Next thing I know, I get a plate of barbecue delivered to me right at the table. <laughs> and I'm like trying to eat ribs and stuff. And like it's just messy. And and I'm trying to play and eat on not my turn. And I'm like wiping my hands on my pants and shit to keep my sleeves from getting all uh, barbecue-y. Yep. And uh, it's fantastic. I've... I, which, Dan Span's going to get mad at us for not remembering where that barbecue is from. Because he's very specific about oh, it. Oh, God. See, this is why I need to be involved. Yeah. This is why I do the, yeah. why I do the barbecuing. <laughs> but it was, wherever it was from, it was fucking real good. It was cool. real good. It was really good. It was chicken yeah. and ribs and There was bread. chicken? Yeah. Oh, I suppose yeah, that's why I shouldn't have been. Yeah, we ate it all, though. So Drinking so many parking lot beers. We had like a. I'll call it a charcuterie board, but really it was like Amy's garden vegetables and like ham and cheese yeah. <laughs> in the parking lot, just yeah. right on the tailgate. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, we tailgated at a Magic Fest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh, maybe that's what we'll do instead of uh, like renting a room. We'll just get a portion of the parking lot that just is the, the CCO lot. tailgate. <laughs> oh, that would be so awesome. Like, tell me that that would be awesome. Anybody who's done tailgates before... You just rope a section off with like those metal barricades. We get it licensed and stuff, so it could be like a real tailgate. And you just have somebody out there barbecuing. 
Frick, that would be so awesome. That'd be pretty dope. Be pretty okay. And playing magic out there in Vegas in October when it's not 114 <laughs> degrees. It's only 109. Oh man, it'll feel cold. You bring your sweater. <laughs> Some people do. That always weirds me out when I see people wearing jackets in Vegas. Oh man. It's like, how do you stand that? That's funny. How man. do you do that? Ooh, can I tell the story about how I made a sale? Like oh, yeah. one of the vendors, I made a sale. Oh, and then I'm going to tell the ultimate sale story. Oh, no. Oh, because oh. you, you knew this was coming, Ryan. You know, So oh. first things that I do is when I go is to the Magic Fest is I go around and I visit all the vendors for super secret clandestine reasons, but also to buy super sweet foils. So I rolls up to the first one of the day, and there's some guy, and he's looking at a foil, uh, double masters or ultimate masters, back to basics. Ooh. Oh, this is the first yeah. thing that you yeah. did at the event. First thing I did at the event. He's like, I kind of want it, but I don't know. Like, maybe I'll wait for the week. You know, I'll wait. And the guy behind the counter says, well, I don't know. Somebody might just come along, pick it up. Somebody else might buy it. We only have, like, what's here? And I was like, dude, <laughs> if you don't buy that card, I'm going to buy it right now just to spite you. That's, like, just some random just guy. Just some dude I've never seen before in my life. And the guy's like, oh. Sh- did you give him a CCO sticker? Yeah. Fuck yeah, he's like, <laughs> oh shit, Keb, I better buy this. So he pulls it out and he pulls it. And the, as the guy's pulling the card, he's like, hey, did you actually want one of these? And I was like, yeah, I did. That's why I'd buy it to spite this guy. He's like, well, we have two. Oh. Oh. He, he pulls one out of the sleeve, and it's like when Sting takes the Sting mask off and it's yeah. Sting underneath. Exactly. <laughs> it's, like, oh, it's like, ah, shit. So now I have a foil back to basics. But it's not terrible. I might play it someday. I don't know. Yeah, super cool. But then I continued my lap, my loop. Oh, no. My loop. Ryan, Ryan knows what's coming. This is the best. This is my favorite this thing. This is actually the best. This is like the culmination of, of our relationship. Years of this happening. Because every time I go, and I go to every vendor, they got a dark misprint, for, not for, dark misprint visions, Griffin Canyon. Everybody says, nope, 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 nope. But today, today was the day. Mm-hmm. Because somebody said, yeah, going back at the store. I was like, where's the store? Can I, can I go to it? And he's like, no, I'll just bring it in tomorrow. What's your name? And they gave him my name. Did you give my sticker? No, I didn't. Actually. Dang! You know what? I we stuck a bunch of stickers on the board at uh, Card Kingdom. <laughs> yeah, they got it. They got it. That's that's they're from. Yeah. So it goes away, and I start telling people that I got the the dark misprint visions Griffin Canyon, mm-hmm. including Ryan. Yeah. He's like, and I was like, No, you don't. Where like, is it? Where is it? Yeah, well, yeah show, show it to me. It to me. <laughs> right. And so for like the whole day, I'm talking about it. And, like I tell people, and everyone's like, Ah, he's bullshit, and it's not even real. He's just trolling Ryan. So then he shows up the next day. The next day, and I rolls up. And he's got it. You get it. Here it is. Nerd throws it on the table right there. It's I dark. Hope you it's didn't, misprinted. I hope you didn't pay as much as I almost paid on Facebook one time. Oh, dude. But I think you might have. I never told. I haven't told you how much I, I don't, paid I for I kind of don't want to know. Yeah, and, you do. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. I'm going to tell. I'm going to tell. I'm going to tell how I got. No, I'm not. I'm going to tell the rest of the story. Okay. Then I'm going to tell you how I acquired okay. the card. Because this is the best. That's the best part of the whole story. Oh, okay. It's the best part of the I don't story. know that part. I know. Oh. He's gonna, you're gonna, he's going to hear live on the air right here. So. So now I've got the card in my bag and I'm going around and I'm showing like, all the people that were like, ah, Brando's bullshit. And I was showing everybody. So, okay, let, for context, if you don't know, in Visions, certain sheets were went through the printing, the black portion of the printing press two times, which mm-hmm. makes them dark because they have an extra layer of black. And that was called Dark Visions. So it's not a card from the dark. It's a dark printing of a card from visions yes and there's a card called griffin canyon it's a land that i need for my orvar deck 
and I've needed it since like 2008 when yeah. I didn't buy one for $12 because I was like, oh, it's $12, whatever. <laughs> and I didn't get it. Fool. And then years later, like a decade later, I've been looking for this card and no vendors have them. Yep. eBay doesn't have them. Yep. Nobody's got them. Yep, I found one on a misprint group on Facebook and it was 120 US dollars. And then I forgot to bid on it. Oh. I even like commented saying following so I'll get notifications when somebody else bids and then I forgot so I still didn't get one it's gonna be so good it's gonna be so good proceed so I'm showing everybody the cards that they know and they're all like oh my god he actually has it he oh actually god. has it yeah and I was showing and I showed everybody but Ryan and I told him everybody just, nah just keep saying like I'm full of crap just keep just don't let don't let him know so we go the whole days and then we goes back to the house yep and we're playing open flippy well, no no was, we opened our presents from Aaron and Amy that's that was, where you got your pool ball and my fuck sock <laughs> And then I goes into my room and I get the card and it comes out and I'm doing like the big thing. For years we've searched high and low for the thing and we're the best of friends. And and I know what's happening. He's yeah. like going to troll me. It's going to be wrong. It's going to be like reach into the bag and pull out a middle <laughs> finger and I'm going to go, oh, okay, oh, God fine. damn it. But instead, but instead I reaches into the bag and it's a dark misprint, Visions Griffin Canyon. And I says, I just want you to know. That I have this. And then I went and I put it back in my bag. <laughs> and everybody goes, wah! <laughs> it's still in my bag, for the record. I'm going to try and put it into a deck so I can play it against Oh, yeah. Make a oh. Griffin Tribal deck. Yeah, I'm going to play it. We'll deck tech it on CCO. Griffin <laughs> Tribal. Here's how, no, that's cool. Like, that's that was next level trolling my buddy thing. Now, let, yep. let me tell you this. Let me tell you how much I paid for that card. Let me tell you, you're right. You're not ready for this. I either don't want to know, oh, you or suck. I really want to know. Really want to know, or I like I. It's it's either like four bucks or two hundred and four. Because this is gonna this will blow your mind. So, so I goes to the card kingdom guy, and I get the thing, and he comes back. He's real cool. He puts the card down. He's like, so what do you want to give me for it? What do you want to give me for it? He doesn't even have a price. Yeah, no, no price. And I'm like, well, here's why I want it. Here's why. Here's what I'm gonna do with it. Oh, I know what you're gonna say. And I tell him the whole story. And he's like, well, oh, and he, and he, you're, you're the CCO guy, right? And I was like, yeah, yeah, we're the. He knew you? Yeah, like you're, you're the Commander Coco guys. I was like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's us. So he kind of knew who we were. He's like, just take it. It's yours. I just got a shiver. Just take it. I hate you. Yep. You can just, you have it. You Why have didn't it. I just get it? Too slow. Too slow. <laughs> too slow, buddy. Too, you're oh, too I slow guess it yeah, takes you, a decade. Yeah, you, I guess I'm too slow. Yeah, you gotta have you gotta have the dedication like me, where you go to every Magic Fest that we've ever been to, and as soon as you get there, and the first thing I do is go around and ask every single vendor in the building if they have one, just so that I could get it. You know what I'm gonna do? I know I have it. You know what I'm gonna do? Tell I'm me. gonna do the same thing. Oh shit! For a dark misprinted Griffin Canyon. <laughs> And then I'm going to get one. <laughs> and then yours is going to be obsolete. Is it, though? Because mine's the one with the story behind it oh, and all the prestige. God dang you it. You just piggybacked off my idea if you get one. Yeah. Yours is going to be like a knockoff. Yeah, it's kind of like Watsy piggybacking off all our good ideas. I know, scum. Next thing you know, they'll be misprinting dark cards all the time. Yeah. Call them the dark or something. <laughs> I don't know. They'll make dark dark charizard that was the whole thing in pokemon oh yeah wasn't it i think so well they did didn't they do dark and amonkhet too by accident no nah, i don't there's a couple but uh, what, the point whatever. is that was a really cool story and i'm happy that it happened yeah. and i'm happy that so many people like played along with it so that i could do that because yes yeah. 
It made me feel really good. It's it's not the funniest story from the weekend, but it is for me the most memorable or yeah. meaningful. Yeah, there we meaningful. go. I think Drake's story from where he dropped on a guy and made him shit his pants <laughs> in wrestling <laughs> was the funniest Check story. Check the CCO experience video coming out if you want to hear that yeah. story yeah. in full. It is very definitely going to be in full. Yes, and it is very definitely one of yeah. the better a nobody from nowhere with no hometown. Yeah, <laughs> and I got a job him. <laughs> oh man, so good. So good. Solid shit. So should we did we play any games while we were down there? We did play some games. We did, but we've got one more piece of business that I forgot oh, before we move into this. Shit, is it the giveaway? We did. Yeah, we got a giveaway uh, last week's pack winner. Okay. Totally real name for guessing rat colony and getting it right. Nicely done. Hunter McKenzie. Hunty Mac. Hunty Mac. Yeah, get at us. CommanderCookout at gmail.com. In the email, you let us know if you want a booster pack, a sticker pack, or a token pack. And honor system, or else you're going to ruin it for everybody. Yeah, don't ruin it. We're all having fun. Don't wreck it. Yeah, now, we played some games. I talked about the game I won with my Animar. Attacked mm-hmm. for... The guy was already at 18 commander damage, but I hit him for 40. Just to, just to be sure. Just to be sure, but yeah. I, I also needed Animar to be 40, because I also had a card that dealt power equal to his damage. Oh, yeah, Soul's Fire or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I doubled it. So I needed it to be 40 because other two people were also at 40. <laughs> <laughs> so I won that game. That was the barbecue game. And um, uh, those that was one game I played with strangers. And uh, I'll talk about why that's important in a minute. I played a second game on Friday night. It was the last night of the game. Night, last game of the night. It was like at 10 o'clock we started. Oh, shit. Or w- whatever, just before close with strangers. And I sits down and I says... What uh, what kind of power level? What how fast or what, it, what? Like the whole little bit of rule zero that I do. Yeah. Right. Uh, and I I tell him about Commander Cookout and we're about casual and having fun. And the guy was like, okay, I'll put this deck away. I'll grab this. It's casual, but it's still like an eight or a nine. And I'm like, ooh, wow, that's oh, pretty sh- strong casual deck. Shit. Yeah. Right. Because lots of lots of people who play casual still really just lean on the number system. Yeah. And then I played with a guy who's played and, and same t- same pod. Guy played Magic for less than a year, like oh, just a shit. few months, and he had a crash deck. And then the guy beside me, oh man! Well, this was that game that was two hundred years long. Yeah, and it was two hundred years long because nobody could win. I kept trying to win with Orvar, kept trying to win, but my guys kept getting removed because they were like it was tribal, tribal, and I had a bunch of lords, so they were all getting big, and I was yeah. starting to like have big deck energy. And the Questing Beast playing Fogs, but damage from questing beasts controller can't be prevented so he was one-sided fogging us which was really good actually really smart and that guy ended up winning it's combat damage yeah yeah important to note and yeah and it was funny because crush player said his deck was strong and he had a hundred power crush but nothing to do with it no trample no fling no nothing and he was like a player who's been playing for four months that man needs a mage slayer and then on the put on the screen joe and then i was playing against questing beast guy who has played magic for years and years and years and years and years he said and he was playing mono green questing beast fog tribal that sounds like a <laughs> nine out of ten power doesn't it and I'm not, I'm not i'm not ragging on these guys but the what i'm saying is people's um idea of what's powerful is very isolated it's very mm. um small fish in small pond 
yeah. right? Or big fish in small in pond. In small pond. I guess, yeah, because Questing Beast is the big fish in the small pond. It makes for a powerful bunch of interactions around it. But the deck itself isn't that strong. Mm-hmm. But the guy said it was an eight or a nine. And uh, I, I grabbed Orvar thinking that it was going to be the lowest power deck at the table. And because it's like my casual aggro, mono blue aggro deck. <laughs> and it ended up being almost the deck that killed everybody. Yeah. Because it's like it's well built and powerful, but not mm-hmm. not like fringe CEDH or anything like these guys were saying their decks could be. Yeah. So I wanted to take kind of the temperature. A couple yeah. weeks ago we talked about, or last week, CEDH just being EDH now because the removal and the ramp and, and the interaction from CEDH is commonly played in Commander now, yeah. just regular Commander. Yeah. And I wanted to get your take on your games with strangers and with friends, how your decks were perceived, how your perception of people's interpretation of their power level, how how it was compared to your power level, mm. somebody who might have a little bit broader kind of idea of what the format's like. And I just wanted to kind of pick your brain for the last little bit of the show. Oh, man. Okay. Well, uh, I had a few games with strangers. Yep. Um, all of them were, I think they were pretty good, actually. People dug my decks. We had a fairly good power level spread, which was really nice. The one that stands out the most for me is because we talked about it on the show. It was like the exact game that we talked about. Like, this is my casual Atali deck. Yep. This is my casual... Ooh, I can't remember what the other guy was playing, but it was another like... Pretend it was last week's deck. My casual Vivictus Asmati deck that plays every card in the list was a CEDH card. Yeah, and that's that's what it was. And then I said, what the hell did I play in that game? It was something that it it hung in there. It did work, but I can't remember what deck it was. It doesn't particularly matter. And then it was not a CEDH deck. It was not a CEDH deck. And then That's other the other, other Brandon next to me was playing Abilityless Tribal with Ruxa, like the 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 bear. Oh, yep. What the hell was I? Because it, it was important when I'm playing. Because I ended up killing both of them. Was it Norin? No, it wasn't Toralf. Ooh, Torbrand. 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 That's why I hung in there because every time they were doing their, their it was Calamax. The other guy was playing Calamax. Oh, cool! Casual Calamax, Atali, Torbran, and Roxa. So you can see, and the, these two guys, like they both played Mana Crypt. They both played Mana Vault. They had full suites of tutors. They one guy was copying extra combat, extra turn spells. Like it was. Ooh, that was probably the Calamax, right? Like it was the <laughs> Calamax that you expected it. to Calamax be. turns then, or Calamax combats or whatever. Yeah. Calamax copies, and it was it was both. Fuck them both. And yeah. then Atali was like everything that you would expect out of an Atali deck. He just happened to whiff a bunch of times, which mm. is why he didn't just run away with the game. He had like a turn three Atali. He had a turn where he played Atali for like eight, got it countered, played it again, and then Calamax guy, dug, 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 hard cast a force of will to, to counter it a second time. Sick. Unbelievable play. Sick. It was so good. Like it was... It was that sounds so good. That sounds like commander. Yeah. R- regardless of power mismatches, regardless yeah. of whatever, if you're hard casting force of will off of somebody double casting their commander same turn, yeah. that's that's oh, yeah. freaking commander. That's idiot. Because like he free countered it the first time and was like, oh, he got him. And then he's like, cast it again. <laughs> oh. And the guy's like, oh yeah. Top, 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 dig, 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 draw, 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 tap five force. 
It was amazing. Sick. It was incredible. That is cool. And then that's a bad beat right there. Oh, yeah. That's a bad beat. And then he ended up getting just rocked because he's Calamax and he's playing turns. So we had nobody trusts you when you play Calamax. So we rocked the shit out of him. And then a Tali guy, he had a mana, the coin flippy one, whatever it was. And he was so going to win. He was so going to win on his turn. But here's the thing, Ryan. Here's the thing. Get this. On his upkeep. Oh. He had three life. Oh. <laughs> and an actual for real US quarter. And he flipped it. Heads. Died. <laughs> it was the it was the it was the perfect ending to this game because it was it was actually well matched because we were all yep. playing to each other's things and we were teaming up where we had to and doing all the stuff. We had a fucking great game. There were two really cool guys. They had come in to play in a two-headed giant event and like they were super cool guys. They were into the show. I talked about, like, I told them all about the show. Cool, they yeah, so it. they're listening. Yeah, and, like, th- fucking cool guys. We had this great game, and then we had this, like, amazing counterspell story, and then this totally sick, like... Ro- I, that's almost, that's, like, borderline romantic magic moment. Yeah, when like, something like that happens, it's something that you fantasize about being yeah. that guy's opponent. And it's like, I win or I die. <laughs> And then he died. Oh, I win oh, or I die. How was... many times? How many times have we said on the show, high risk, yeah. high reward magic is the best? Oh yeah. And and people like people and and people who are are very smart and make great content like Dana Roach. I can't believe I just fucking said that. Yeah. Please what is it. what is this DDO? <laughs> yeah. Um, are the opposite. They're like, I want consistent magic. I want to know that I can do yeah. something in every game, and that's a great way to play because sure. you always have. The play you you can always do the thing right, mm-hmm. but I'll tell you there's something it, like yeah. hi, high risk high reward magic just hits different yeah. like it just if you're okay with losing, you can also be okay with winning because you want a coin flip like yeah. it's Las Vegas in the forties right right like so oh, cool yeah and then Rux, so good then Ruxa's guy ended up killing me so like no ability so you lost to I you lost. lost to a bunch of vanillas yeah I only had one brash taunter. Lost to a bunch of vanillas. <laughs> and that's why you listen to CCO podcast. That's right. Because you want to learn how to lose to the worst creatures yeah. in magic. <laughs> Fantastic. It was super good. And then I had another game with another, uh, I think it was a stranger. We had like a 25,000, 25,000 devilish valet <sighs> that I convinced him not to attack me with. Ooh. So we killed this guy. That sounds like Commander 2. Hey, attack me, yeah. would you? And okay. then he goes, ha fool. And then he tried to souls fire me with the... With the devilish valley to kill me too, and I was like, "Bro, you have obviously never met the most powerful, most versatile, most handsome creature in all of Magic. Die!" And he did. <laughs> they fought each other. Yeah, devilish valley just piles on Brash Taunter. Yeah. Oh, oh it was so good. And the, like, and those were the kind of things that were happening with me, like on a consistent basis. I don't think I had a single. I had a couple of bad games where I was like off land. But, the but that's games, your own fault. Yeah, and the games weren't bad. They were still fun. I had a great time playing them. They were with, like, Lenny and yep. a couple of other Nationalites who were playing high-end CD and uh, Tyler Matuli Stone. Uh-huh. And, like, we were playing, like, CDH games. And, like, sure, I got blown out because I didn't draw any land. But how many, how many lines did you play? Like, 24? It's probably enough, eh? Uh, I forget how many I played. Yeah. It's, not, it's actually not very many because I play, like, 37 one-drop guy. <laughs> like, yeah, right? that's, it, that's it. Okay, but, hold on a sec. So I checked the show notes. Check the show notes. And and I really want to touch on, as far as playing is concerned, I want to touch on where you think the format is at. I talked about a perceived power mismatch mm-hmm. that, that ended up being 
totally fine, evidenced by the two-hour-long game. Yeah, two hours. <laughs> it was only two hours? <laughs> yeah, it felt, Jesus, that yeah. game felt like it went forever. Oh, no, you know what? A couple good guys, a couple good guys, and just playing decks that were not the regular deck. I never played against Questing Beast. Yeah, I never, never thought of Questing Beast. Never knew that I could get one side fogged. That was fantastic, <laughs> right? And you talked about what you thought was a power mismatch, but it ended up being a good game. Fantastic game. Yeah, and getting blown out when playing CEDH because you didn't draw land because you only play 16 of them. Yep. What do you th- where do you think, 10,000 feet, where do you think the format's at? Good place, bad place, fine place? Uh, is the need for all of that very minute and specific communication is it still there remember we were talking about that so much last year about like you uh, have to communicate and we still are a proponent it's for that. still important but i don't i don't know like i do a two sentence rule zero thing with yep. almost every game i play and i had no bad games and i think that the for me at least i think that the main thing for making sure you get a good game because even when we were playing those guys, and they were definitely grinders, they were definitely high power guys. They weren't trying to scumbag us, but like their perception of what is strong and what is not has warped. As we talked about the other their, week, their, the 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 altitude that they play commander at is here, versus the altitude that maybe you and I usually play commander at might be just yeah, kind here. of sideways. Yeah, there, yeah, here it's just a different spot. It's still the yeah. same thing, it's, and that's what needs to be communicated. We're in a different area in the Venn diagram, but yeah. the, 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 I think that the thing is for me that I noticed, and I I feel confident confident in saying this. I think that not playing for that fucking pack in the middle actually made all the games better. Yep, playing 100%. for playing for nothing but fun. Everybody's there to have fun. Nobody's there to grief anybody. Nobody's there to scumbag anybody. For you know what I mean. Nobody's invested at all in doing anything but having a good commander game. Yep, I hundred percent agree. I will pick that one hundred percent of the times that that option is available to me. So, and, and I think overall, when you look at it like that, when it's everybody just shows up to play Magic and have fun, it's the best. It's the best. I I think if you played a thousand games, and I'll say in Canada because the gambling laws are such that you need to get packs. That's what they give you. Yeah. That's how it works here. And and you and I aren't just going to change the the gambling laws overnight, oh. which dictates how card games are played at, at tournaments, yeah. even when it's commander. Yeah. If we played a thousand games in Canada and then a thousand games where they have gambling laws that aren't like Canada, yeah. those thousand games over time would probably be 10% better 15% better, like not a marginal amount Yeah, in the United States because there's nothing at stake. Yep. You you get your event badge and your event badge has like $60 worth of uh, go up and make a pod and, and get prize tickets for playing in that pod. Yeah. And if you don't do that, and I don't know if we're allowed to say this, but I'm going to say it anyways because... I want to let people know that that $60 in event credits, you can cash out and just get 6,000 prize tickets at these events or or whatever the equivalent is for whoever the tournament organizer is. And you can take your event tickets to the prize wall and that's where you can get your packs. That's where you can get your whatever's on the prize wall. You don't need to play for those things. And when you take out even the, the marginalist of prizes, like one regular booster pack... Mm. You don't have people saying, well, is your deck strong? Maybe. 
Yeah. You don't have that. Because they want that they want that pack for some reason. And it, it and I, I'm not even saying it's people trying to scumbag you for a pack. I just think it's a different mindset. It's you're playing, you're playing for something. You're yeah. playing for something. It's like why do guys playing C League wreck touch football? Why do they wanna win so bad? Because you get a booze basket or you get t-shirts that say champs. You're playing for something yep. instead of just the enjoyment of playing with people that you want to spend time with. Yeah. And like, I don't want to make this all flowery and kumbaya-y, but really. Yo, were you at? That's what it's about. Flowery and kumbaya Were you at Bellevue? It was the most flowery kumbaya-y thing of all time. And I'm gonna. I have to tell the story. I'm gonna tell a quick oh, story. What's this? What? Just the just the Brando's experience. Because I think that you're a little bit more of. I don't want to say a grinder. But you're a little bit more business than Brando is. There was a lot of business yeah. stuff yeah. going on behind the scenes yeah. for me. And I, I yeah. Ryan is business. Ryan works really, really, really hard on the content. Whereas I am much more flighty, and I want to make sure that everybody around me, including myself, has the best possible time. Whether that's playing magic. Or going to Dave and Buster's to drink beer and eat burgers with tacos on them, because it's like three blocks from the venue. Shit, yeah, like that's what I'm doing. And I got to like hang out with Aaron and Amy mm-hmm. and Tyler and Dan Span and Mac and Aiden and all these people. Oh, all those people went. We yeah, at oh, one wow. point or another, right? Like we all went to hang. We went to Mox boarding can, house, boarding house, yep. and we had beers. And Tyler Matulistone used his unsleeved Marin deck with rubber bands around it as a coaster for his beer. He also used it to clean up beer. He, he used it as a dish as rag. As a sponge. It was amazing, <laughs> right? Like, And I got to oh, have man. so much fun with all these these people who up until that point were just like names on a screen. Yeah. And I think that the real takeaway, the flowery-ass takeaway of the CCO experience is like whenever I talk about our show, I say we plan on, focus on playing fun games, making friends that you're going to want to play with, and friends that you're going to want to hang out with. And we did that, and we made it. In spades. In spades. Like, we have so many people who I'm like, man, if I ever go to Seattle again, I could just not play Magic. I could just go to Seattle and hang out with my friends because I have friends there yep. that I want to hang out with. Yep. Right? And for me, that's the biggest takeaway of all of this. I played some amazing games. Oh. I had some great time. The Magic was fantastic. But, man, the people in the nation that showed up and hung out with us, were the, the, they're, the they're the top of the, the cream of the crap, if you will. Uh, yeah, the cream of the crap. And and okay, so that doesn't convince you that you're not convinced yet. Okay, so here's the thing. Aaron sends me a message yesterday. He says, "Yeah, so me and Amy are flying up to Alaska. We're gonna meet Jimmy Sloan and his wife. We're gonna have dinner <laughs> together. Right? Just like two people who didn't even know yeah. each other. Maybe they knew each other existed from being in the same Discord or whatever. Yeah. But then they meet each other. And Aaron didn't stay at the house because they live in like close to Seattle. Yeah. And he just." showed up that one morning that we were all just chilling and they were talking about like being in Alaska because Aaron works there lots and that's where Jimmy Sloan is from. We call him Jimmy Sloan now. I call Uh, him Machine Gun Jimmy. Machine Gun Jimmy that also works. MKG. Machine Gun. MG. MGJ. Yeah. That Machine Gun Jimmy. That's what we call him. Yeah. And they're just chatting and they're like now they're friends. Yeah, freaking cool. Like you make a friend that you're going to like go on a flight with and go on a double date with. Yeah, yeah. We've done all those things. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And... I guess to put a bow on it, to put a bow on it is uh, that's the CCO experience is that camaraderie that you get with the people, whether you're playing or not playing or flying. Like one of the funniest moments of the entire trip was looking at those old rage comic memes, me, you and Mac in the airport. And (laughs) we, at that time, 
we didn't care that the beers were $13 because no. we were drinking them yeah. and it was funny yeah. as all ass. Yeah. And I laughed so hard at those old cartoon, like rage comic yeah. faces. Those little like pen drawings. And it's just camaraderie. I talked to Mac about his wife's children's book that she wrote. Like, Yeah, which looks really cool. It's like a swear. It's like a. Uh, alphabet book, but with swears. We'll, I think he sent us a link. Yeah, on we have we have we'll, a link. Yeah, we'll have that down in the link. Oh no, I gotta remember to do that. No, which you should because su- we can support yeah. a member of the nation's family and get a like a funny book. Too. That's that is the that's the the bow on it is that's what CCO Nation is. It's sure it's magic and it's deck text and it's YouTube and it's opening packs or whatever it is. But really, it's about hanging out with with real people and. And at one of the content creator panels, I had just said, it, there's no bullshit when you come to CCO. Like, if you're being a dumbass, we'll call you a dumbass. If you're being awesome, we'll we'll commend you for being awesome. If you're having a hard time, we'll help you because uh, we're a community. Yeah, we're friends here. And and when people meet us, and we said this since the very first first time that we went to an event after we started Commander Cookout, and people told us, like, you're exactly like you sound on the show. And we're like... <laughs> Yeah, because we're not bullshitting you. Yeah, what else? Because there's we no sound bullshit like? in the nation. That's the next shirt. No yeah. BS in the nation or whatever. Yeah. No BS in CCO. People are like, what does all that mean? Just, you, just, just Google it. I'll yeah. tell them. Yeah, you can Google that you one. You can Google that <laughs> one. Yeah. And and for me, when Brando says like I'm the business one and he's the the kind of the the PR one or whatever <laughs> at the shows, it's not like I don't have fun. I went out for so many parking lot beers that like people wanted me to eat <laughs> yeah right yeah there's a video of me like dumping beer on a playmat and giving it an elbow and like we had so much fun in the parking lot over 10 different sessions of parking lot beers <laughs> courtesy of Aaron and Amy thank you very much and and that was fantastic because it was the same thing just hanging out with people and yeah. somehow flipping it back to podcast business somehow I want to take that what that is what that feels like and people, people who've partaken in the CCO experience now in Vegas and Bellevue and Vegas previous to that and the different face-to-face events we've been through throughout the year, the Fusion 5K, people who've taken part in that know what we're talking about. Yeah. And I want to harness that some way. And whether that's, a, whether that's an event, if that's Magic Fest Ryan's Backyard, if it's a Patreon tier, I don't know. But... That's you can help me with that because you're all part of the nation. If you're watching, you let us know in the comments. Shoot me a message if you're on Discord, like DM me or put it in like the Bellevue or Vegas like channels. The creative team, if you're on that, you can put it in there because we want to like give everybody an opportunity to have that. And some people don't because like it costs money or whatever. Yeah. If we can have it subsidized through some way or swindle the business studies into helping <laughs> us or whatever, like I want to make that more accessible for people so they can have it because everybody should experience magic fests the way that we do it because yeah. it's the fucking best. Yeah. And again, it's not all about drinking and partying. Yeah. Yes. We outdrank the rest of the convention. Yes, that's the truth. Yes. But we also out-partied and out-fund the rest of the convention. Yeah. Not and there were some guys in the house that didn't even touch one drop of alcohol. Yep. I don't drink. I don't drink and drive. I don't smoke weed or whatever it is. They didn't do it and they still got to partake. When we play Open Flippy, yeah. they drink Coke or, or, or Pepsi or whatever. Yeah. Like 
it's still fun. And it's still fun because you're still hanging out with your people. So I don't want to give the wrong impression and say that we're just like a bunch of party animals. If you don't drink beer, you can't hang out with us because it really is for everybody. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's the fucking best. It's the best way to do a magic fest. Mm-hmm. Not even, not even close. Not even close. Yeah. You know what else isn't even close? FusionGamingOnline.com. But they will ship to you still, yeah. even if you're not close. Yeah, the official business daddies of Commander Cookout, they will give you sweet deals, especially if you use CCO Spring to save 5% off the shit you're going to buy anyway. The stuff that you're going to bring to Magic 30 in Vegas, which I believe is the next time we're going to to start the engines and drive ourselves right into the ground. Yeah. For, for Seven per- weeks of recovery. Exactly, <laughs> for the purposes of fun. And we're going to figure out what we're going to do for that, and we're going to figure out what we're going to do on the next show, and we're going to bring it to you on the next episode of Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song!